0: Well, hey there. I'm Kurt. I'm Liza. Both of us are parents and you're listening to the Parent Skills Podcast. Liza, good to right, see you. Good to see you. We haven't given much recognition lately or at least appreciation. I would say I gave Jeremy, producer Jeremy, friend Jeremy. A nod last time. I gave him a nod, but it wasn't an affirming nod. <laughs> Thank and you I, for being I, affirming. I apologize for that. I appreciate the last, affirmation. Last episode. you. It's me, okay. I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for mentioning that. I like you. Yeah. Thank you're a you. Great, you're a great dad, mm-hmm. a great husband, mm-hmm. and a pretty good friend. I try. Oh, so thank you. For All me. that matters right now is, oh, can I hit the record button, make sure we hear everybody? You, wait, you haven't hit the record button yet? No, it's recording. Oh, thank you. Okay. okay. I, was, I was about to give you, I was about to not be so encouraging Uh-oh. anymore. Affirmation gone. <laughs> Affirmation gone. Anyway. If you can hear this, I did hit the record button, by <laughs> the way. Thank you. Okay. Well, Liza, today we are in week three of our story series. Yes. So for if you've, if you're new to the podcast or if you've missed a couple episodes, you might want to go back. You don't have to listen to them in order. There's no mm-hmm. order. But the last three weeks or the last two weeks, mm-hmm. this being week number three, we've been focusing on some stories of our friends. Mm-hmm. All three happen to be people that we work with yes. pretty closely. All three are on our next gen team at the church. Mm-hmm. Next gen is sort of our fancy way of saying birth through college. Yes. People who work with kids and students. Yep. Um, we had Colton Harker. We Amy had Amy Kendall. Kendall Megan, would you like to introduce today's guest?
1: You mean Liza? Would I like to introduce Megan?
0: Liza, would you like to introduce today's today's (laughs) guest, Megan? (laughs) Sorry, I just gave I just gave it away.
1: It's okay. Okay. So Megan Westberg is our guest today, and we're so excited because, as Kurt said, she's part of our Next Gen Ministries team, and she, um, as well, is overseeing divorce care kids at our mm. church for um, several seasons now. And so she has walked the journey herself in a lot of ways. So we will introduce um, the topic from there after we are back right after. This. All right. So we... We might have done it a little backwards but it's fine we introduced megan first and yeah. then now the topic but i yeah. mean obviously it's related to what we talked about is megan has gone through and walked the journey of divorce as a child herself and even with um her spouse as well has walked that journey and so she is going to share just kind of how divorce in general has impacted her in her own story in her own intentional parenting and even as a leader of an incredible um, support group with divorce care for kids just seeing the impact of divorce, as we know, that does affect a right. lot of people in our stories, some way, shape or form. Yeah. And
0: as, as we've done this three week series, you know, we kind of started out a little bit narrow. and We've gotten a little bit yes. wider and wider, you know, with mm-hmm. Colton parenting with a mental health diagnosis is probably. There's probably fewer number of parents who would fall in that category. Mm-hmm. Parenting a child with disabilities, probably some more parents. Mm-hmm. Parenting having gone through as a child divorce or parenting yourself having gone through a divorce in your marriage, much broader. Megan, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. is, it, is it, it's, it varies. Is it 50% somewhere in there, right? You know,
2: it's somewhere around there. Yeah. And then that's not just, you know, as we're looking at just society, it's also within
0: the church. Right. So yeah. And across and, the board. and I don't know if this is true, but in a, in a meeting not long ago, because we, we all live in Orange County, California. Mm-hmm. And somebody in a meeting about three or four months ago said that the divorce rate in Orange County is pushing on like 65%. Wow. So we're, higher. we're one of the higher... Um, you know, statistically in yeah. in the country.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I think to your point, like we said, in all the previous weeks, even though there may be a more narrow, specific kind of topic that at the end of the day, whether you've gone through divorce or not in your story, that there's still going to be lots of wisdom and nuggets of just wise experience in Megan's story. So with that, Megan, why don't you share a little bit about your own story as you shared with us before about growing up, having gone through divorce in your own household?
2: Yeah, so for me, um, I actually experienced divorce twice. So um, the first divorce happened when I was two with my biological parents. Both parents then had remarried, and that's part of many people's divorced family stories is new people coming in and out of lives, whether it be boyfriends, spouses, whatever. And then again in about fifth grade for me when my parents went through a second divorce. So those two divorce experiences were so different. And those
0: are parents the second time that was the parent who you were living with.
2: Yes. So my parents actually shared custody. And that's actually even a big part as a kid. Like there's all these words that I knew and was a part of that weren't necessarily everyday lingo for Mm. people at school and stuff or, you know, custody, visitation. I'm with my dad every Tuesday, every other weekend, but I'm with my mom. Oh, I'm going to my dad's house. I'm going to my mom's house. So I think as a child growing up in that, there's those just kind of day to day stuff of navigating okay, what do I need to get through the day, make sure I have at mom's house, dad's house, wherever I need to go, be set, be ready. But then there was some of that emotional stuff too of like my parents are both very loving, very caring, always wanted to put me first. So I'm very thankful for that. I didn't have um, within my story, both my parents, while they lived far apart in some seasons, other seasons, it didn't matter where we were, they were always fully invested with what was going on. So mm-hmm. I knew my parents cared. So even within that story, I, um, thinking back because as I was driving in, I'm like, okay, what are we talking about? What parts of my story? And there was a few things that came to mind as I was thinking, like, I show up to a soccer game. My parents are both there, but they're sitting on opposite sides. Mm-hmm. So I had one parent who was wise enough to see that and not that the other didn't notice, but one said, hey, you know what? Go ahead and go see the other parent first when you come off the sideline. Mm-hmm. I know I'll talk to you after. So it removed mm-hmm. the pressure yeah, of so me. You don't
1: have to make the choice. I didn't
2: have to make the choice. And it was one I didn't want to. <laughs> And so I was yeah. thankful for a parent who saw that. And I think for me and my personality, there were some things looking back that I took on myself that my parents never put on me, mm. but I just thought I had to take care of things. Mm. For example, gosh, I don't want to tell my parents if I'm struggling with something because that might lead to an argument with them. They might blame each other or just assumed certain things would happen. So just kind of kept the, how can I keep peace how mm-hmm. can I be the good child and that's that?
0: pretty common isn't it yeah. that's a pretty common experience for children of divorces feeling like I, I have to be the peacekeeper
2: yeah you know for some definitely yeah. I think it is um you know I've seen others where they can go the complete opposite where they're very bold and just still tell you how they feel and exactly how it is right. yeah. yeah yeah so but for me I mean it just definitely wasn't so I see that now as an adult mm. of like even just wrestling with okay why am I why am I wrestling with this part is it me internally or is it an expectation from someone else. So, yeah. um There was that. The other thing that came to mind too. As I was just coming in. um, Was just remembering how I felt. Like I have memories of family situations. But a lot of times I. As an adult looking back on my divorce experience. I remember how I felt. Mm. There were seasons because I was that. I have to be the key peacekeeper. That I put on myself. I would stuff things. And I remember my mom telling me. You would wake up with vomit in your bed. Mm. Just because Aww. you just. We're holding stuff in, and so my parents were always great about, okay, I see you're thinking, what's going on, like, and encourage me to talk in. through. Gosh. The checking in was big, mm. so just to see where I was at and just kind of help me navigate just some of those things that I was just thinking I had to control, mm. and wow. I didn't.
1: I mean, that's a that's a very real one, right? Like a, a very visceral body reaction to mm-hmm. have throw up in your bed. So, I mean, parents maybe your kiddo isn't having something as extreme, whether it's vomit or bedwetting or or anything like that. But what a great reminder that sometimes your kids may not be able to verbalize things, Mm -hmm. but their body is keeping the score. And so Mm -hmm. when you have that kiddo, who's got the tummy aches all the time or the headaches, or I just don't feel good at some point, just that simple, how are you feeling? What's going on? Like Mm -hmm. that could just really tap into what's really going on. It's not just, Hey, you need to go to the doctor. You're sick. It's, There might be a lot going on inside them.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think what you just said of just creating the space, not only with the ask, but then the safety and security to know I can share how I really feel in this, which I mean, just something that I think we can all benefit from. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Well, and I know you mentioned too, that then as you got married to your incredible husband, Brent, that then he too has come from a family of divorce. Mm -hmm. So how has that impacted you guys as far as whether it's being more intentional or, or You know, you have sweet Mia, who's Mm -hmm. three, Mm -hmm. and you have a little one on the way. Mm -hmm. So how does that impact then your parenting?
2: Yeah, you know, I think what's been great is that we've been able to process just kind of our experiences, because they were both very different. Mm -hmm. Um, So just because we both went through divorces in our household, um, there wasn't a whole lot of overlap. And so as we just process different things of just, okay, well, what do we want for our family? We both had perceptions of what a family dynamic is like and what it should be. And so even just talking through some of that before we got married of, okay, well, when we're married, since we're having this conversation, what do we want this to be like? And a lot of for it for us is just checking in with each other, making sure how I feel like in some ways, am I communicating love in a way you're receiving it is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Because if I see him getting quiet and not processing it, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Did I upset you in this? And just we've given each other permission to ask those questions where things don't fester, where we're not assuming the right. worst in each other. Like, can we just assume we have each other's back in every situation?
0: You know, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you, you say something interesting there with that you both came from divorced families, but the experience was so different. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the analogy that, that I've seen over and over again about marriage is when we come into a marriage, we we both bring our suitcases full of stuff, right? It's our story, it's our it's our yep. it's our story, it's our junk, whatever it is, our experiences. And some of the stuff in the suitcases is really good stuff, but we bring our suitcases. Yep. And I think it's tempting, and, and divorce is just one area that this would be true, to go, oh, we have the same you're 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 carrying the divorced child suitcase, so am I and assume that what's in that suitcase is the same. And yet it's totally different. Like you have to open up that suitcase and be willing mm-hmm. to talk about it and go, okay, my experience was this, this, and this, and mine was this. this." this. I think if we're not intentional about that, we can just go, yeah. Oh, Oh, I grew up in poverty. And so did you. Well, then mm-hmm. it's, it's we, 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 understand each other. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a divorced mm-hmm. home. So do you, we understand each other.
1: We both lost a parent. Well, oh, we
0: both get it. We both mm-hmm. get it. And, and, instead of going, no, let's unpack that together because our, our experiences with that, are different and we need to we need to recognize what those differences are i think Mm -hmm. that's really really insightful
1: (laughs) i love it that's just a it's a great reminder for sure you know that like you said even positive things like oh well we just all grew up going on vacation that may look very different and so having clear expectation management and knowing that that doesn't then have to define our family maybe that worked then but it may not work for you guys now and Mm -hmm. so knowing that for sure
0: Share Megan, share with us when you think of intentionality. Um, just share with us a few things that you and Brent have been intentional about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're kind of, if if your divorced aspect, or divorced parents aspect, ties into this, fine. If not, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we like having young parents on because most people that are listening to this podcast are younger in the parenting journey. Um, just give us two or three things you guys are doing intentionally. Um, to in in raising your children again you mm-hmm. have one young one one on the way mm-hmm. so you're pretty fresh in the journey what are th- some things you've talked about tie in just so just kind of freestyle for a minute tie in some things that because of your your both of your stories you know you're also intentional about just give us some some gold nuggets there
2: sure um i think one of the things we're intentional about is our schedule mm-hmm. um and with that being with like family stuff because we're both very close to our families And all of our families live local, like the farthest person in our family is with a traffic day, an hour and a half. And that's like extended family. Right. Everyone's very close and family time is important. And so I think one of the things we navigated early on was just, okay, well, we can't go to four or five Christmases every 25th, you know? So I think that's just something that we've had to be intentional about of like, okay, well, just mapping out. So there's certain holidays where we just know this is is our tradition and who we're going to spend it with and where we're going to go and what we're going to do. And family's been great and receptive of that. And so it's just, but at first it was just navigating all that of like, okay, it's going to be different. Mm -hmm. But I think as I even talk to people who are coming in newly married, whether their parents are divorced or not, they're navigating that too of like, okay, well, what if traditions overlap? And so I think just having that consistency and that plan together and but, not even just, oh, go ahead.
0: Well, but it is more challenging for you. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you said have. four or five Christmases. That's yeah. So cool. Because you have more than just a, a, a typical married couple mm-hmm. has two sets of in-laws, right? Or two sets of parents mm-hmm. that, that they got to navigate those expectations, those traditions. You're navigating five.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, mm-hmm. that's, I'm no mathematician, but that's that's more that's, than, that's more than double <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is we
2: love like our families yeah. like right. oh, there's we right. want to spend time part, with each yeah. of them yeah. and they want to especially now with kids you know the grandparents love and everyone <laughs> wants to see the kids so there's been a, a lot of just conversations with that but not only with that but even like with um as we have like arguments or things like that they they don't have to do with Mia so even just if i've gotten upset with something whether it be with her or with Brent just making sure that Mia knows hey you know, mommy has feelings like you do. And just making sure she understands, hey, my feelings don't necessarily have anything to do exactly with what you did or what I'm feeling. So um, we've learned to recognize triggers mm-hmm. in each other of, hey, Brent will look at me. Megan, I see you're getting upset about something. Like, what's going on? And just figuring out, okay, well, what was it that triggered that? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, just even, I think, the intentional part of sitting down with me and be like, hey, even when she acts out, too, for her to understand, like, gosh, I see you were really upset. You know what? Mommy loves you when you're upset. I mean, in every situation, mommy's going to be here for you. What are you upset about? And just guiding mm-hmm. through that. So I think I love I- that
1: because that's like practical on two levels. One, because you're using great communication skills as a parent, but even as a spouse, say this is what I'm seeing that you're getting upset. It's like, because I think typically we can say, gosh, stop being so mad. And it's like, I'm not mad. But if you can say, well, I can see that you are getting mad, then you kind of as a, I can t- I would say like oh yeah I get yeah sorry yeah. I can feel the steam coming out of my head versus being kind of accused maybe so mm-hmm. I think that's a great communication skill but I mean for sure just also especially helping your child understand it's not their fault because mm-hmm. I think so many kids especially me I'm being three if you know you're directing it at her or she just sees it in the midst of it she may think gosh I'm a bad kid I must have done something wrong mommy's mad at me daddy's mad at me and. And that's big to really help them see, like you are not the problem, Mm.
0: right? Megan, what's one or two things that, as a child of divorce, and maybe these are things that you that you've thought of, or maybe they're things that you've seen in Brent, or you've, or maybe they're things you've worked on together. But what are one or two things that, as a child of divorce, you've had to, hey, I I need to pay extra attention to this, or I'm going to bring this intentionally into our relationship and our parenting that you specifically learned because of th- your, your upbringing.
2: Gosh. Okay. I'm having to think about that one. Cause when you initially started asking the question, I immediately thought of like the self work of yep. like being willing to go see a counselor. There you go. Um, oh. and that was something even when, I was leading that divorce care ministry, Mm -hmm. you know, we'd praise the parents like, gosh, you brought your kids here that you know that your kid needs this to work through all these things. But then to look at the parents, well, what are you doing for you? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we Mm -hmm. all have stuff that we come in with. Mm -hmm. Right. And so just being willing to say, "Okay, yes, I have my friends and friends are great. Uh, A lot of times, though, friends will just say, yep, right. That's it. Right. Um, But then who are those friends where you can go deeper with? Who is that counselor you can meet with? Where are the support groups for you Mm -hmm. to then process the stuff? So um, I had to take a step um, before I was even pregnant with Mia where I just thought, you know, this would be a good season for counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been big just to help me process my stuff. And as things have moved forward for Brent to even look at me and be like, hey, you know what? How are you feeling? And just to even say, like, do you want to go see your counselor again? And to even give each other permission to do the self work in different seasons i think okay. has been has been great that's awesome
1: i love that that he even asked it as a question because i hear so often the other of like you need to go yeah. see your counselor yeah. and that doesn't feel very may nice it's time yeah right.
2: brett and i joke like his um undergraduate work was actually psychology and I he doesn't use say, it in his career and but he says i got it for my it wife <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, and he does
1: that's love funny it. i was gonna say it definitely sounds like that well Gosh, Megan, I thank you so much. I mean, we could probably talk for hours as far as all this is just so transferable, not just as a child, an adult growing up as a child of divorce, but whether you've gone through divorce in any season or you are going through divorce, I think there's just a lot as far as self-care and taking care of yourself and the way you're communicating that and being very self-aware.
0: Right. And as as we wrap up this, this kind of story series, I think we need Mm -hmm. to acknowledge all three subjects have been pretty beefy. Mm hmm. Yeah, Mental health, topic, disabilities, yeah. divorce—those are tough topics. This is meant to be kind of a short form introduction to yes. this. Co- we we the know problem. we know that we haven't covered it. We haven't done this this topic justice. What we do hope is that, um, well, Megan, to your point, you know, at least half of our listeners have been touched by divorce directly. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so man, please hear this in no way do we ever mean to shame or to disparage or to point fingers or to cast stones, you know, um, marriage is tough and, 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 and families break up and we know it's not God's design. Um, we know that's not what's best for us, but it happens. And we hope that were you a child of divorce or have you, if you've been divorced yourself and you're raising children that we hope that today was just gave you a few things to think about, to consider self care. Mm -hmm. Um, love, loving your kids unconditionally, right? You know, God, God put our kids in the families with the parents and the mistakes we make, the challenges we go through, the struggles we face. Um, they don't negate that God knew what he was doing when he put your family together and, and parents, you are the parent of your child because God said in your imperfections, in your struggles, you're the person who I want to raise this precious gift. So be encouraged. Um, And we hope today was encouraging to you. Megan, thanks for joining us. And we will see everybody soon.